welcome back everybody today is the last day of february and wow this month really flew this this month really was was something else yeah i know that february's feel like they pass by really fast but this one this one went by pretty fast too a lot faster than uh than i would have imagined a lot of stuff happened we went to go watch some really good movies. We went to go watch Uncharted, um, Demon Slayer, and Attack on Titan. Have been an adventure. My dress up darling, Sasakito, mi gato. You know, everything's been. It's it was a good month. Uh, we go back and reflect. Twenty twenty two has started off on the right foot at least here for us and it's only going to get better uh, <laughs> it's the release week for the batman and there are already a lot of reviews online about the movie but all we can do is wait but more on that a little bit later we actually just have three topics this week it was pretty mellow but one of the topics will take up quite a bit this is going to be one of the shorter podcasts but we will be talking about my dress up darling episode 8 for most of this podcast because of the impact that this anime is having not just for itself but for a lot of slice of life anime that has been releasing recently but we'll get to that so we're going to be talking about Mar Marin and Gojo, and obviously that's not the entirety of the episode, but that is what the anime is mostly focused on. That is what we stand. <laughs> if you've seen my TikTok, we kn you know that we stand Marin and Gojo. But this episode really 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 develops and cements the relationship and the complexity that the relationship means for us and just the writing that this has and that it takes to create characters like these you know the first few episodes it it really felt like it was gonna be an anime where we were just gonna see you know a, a girl half naked every episode and she was going to be waifu just because she was hot and you know just how a lot of people can be a lot of characters get simp for just because of how they look and there's very few that really really get simp for because of beauty and because of how they act um off the top of my head i'm trying to remember if there's any but there's there's a few um there's a lot actually like i just finished re i just finished watching this anime called a sister's all you need and you just compare that one to this one and they're so different in a sister's all you need essentially there is no plot there is no plot it's just a dude who's trying to make his life as a novelist right obviously there's there's aspects of it that are that are real um they talk about the 
the overwork of a lot of these novelists, a lot of these editors, and they discuss about that. And they use their platform to talk about, you know, just the overwork that this this work can have on people. And you just see, like, the editor who he has, he's so frustrated because sometimes the writer isn't meeting his deadlines. And that means that he's the one that gets shit for it. He, he basically has to, has to fucking put up with the people on top of them because some little kid that's 20 years old doesn't want to fucking write his book. And so he basically has to go put him in timeout <laughs> in, in like a prison cell and forces him to write it. But essentially, like these, a lot of these slice of an slice of life animes are just that. They're just a lot of girls who simp over one guy, and we just pick one. Everybody has their own tastes, right? So everybody kind of kind of simps for one that they feel is is for them. That kind of is like somebody that they would want as a girlfriend and there's two characters in that anime there's one who is head over heels for the main character and she's just no filter man she just doesn't give a fuck she doesn't care about how she thinks of him she doesn't care about anything really if you've seen it you'll know what i'm talking about but she is like that and the other one is just the complete opposite um she doesn't like him per se, but sh there is points where it feels like she might, and she does. It's kind of hinted at it, not really, but it is. We, I guess we never really, really, really get told that she likes him. It's just like, there's feelings, maybe, maybe not. But we know for a fact the other one is just like head over heels for this guy, right? But we get a lot of those like typical like, Every like there's this one scene in particular that I can I can remember and they're all in a hotel room. Well, it's her her hotel room because she's the one that she's also a novelist. Excuse me. So they're on her in her hotel room and she's trying to write a, a scene about a girl and she uses her friends as like a model. So she's like, I need you to get naked and stuff. So then the anime kind of progresses to have some fan service and everything, right? So it's like, yeah, like if you're watching it, it's like, oh my god, like yeah, like you're looking at girls, and then it's funny because they like this, this, this is a uh, a show for all ages. We don't, you know, show this kind of stuff. It's not a hentai, <laughs> and I mean that's. But I'm saying like a lot of the slice of life anime kind of they they really they really focus and and have that aspect like be a big part of their animes and not so much have like real complex relationship with their characters and that's why my dress up darling and Marina and Gojo's relationship is really impactful to us that we're watching it and to the readers who have read the manga so this episode is titled Backlighting is the Best. And the first half of the episode is just kind of talking about 
how what it takes to uh, what it takes to cosplay, how much money it costs to kind of get good photography, and it's funny because he he doesn't know anything about that. So when he looks at the price tags for photography, he's like, "What the fuck? This is so expensive," and it, it, they're just memeing on it because it can be a really expensive hobby. You have to buy a lot of stuff, and so we kind of get treated to that in the first half. In the second half of the uh, episode, they go to one of the places that they want to cosplay in because of the lighting and it kind of encompasses the uh, the anime or I guess the cosplay that they want to do. So they go out and one of the characters is just like really scared. She's like, oh my god, no, no, no. So they have this little moment um, kind of where she kind of talks about why she cosplays and he kind of tells her like, what made him have or what's his dream and he just kind of talks about that he wants to have he wants to create the best Hinok dolls that he can and kind of follow the footsteps of his of his grandfather and you know so we get that little background moment between those two characters and the third part is the part that I'm going to be talking about because as I stated before a lot of slice of life anime don't take the time to develop their characters they're just hoping that people like them and that's it they aren't really willing to take steps in any direction they just just appeal to what people want they want scenes of you know them making out with other girls and that's what they're gonna do but they take a backseat there's a half whole half an event uh excuse me there's a whole half of an episode there's no cosplay there's no boobs i mean there's a little bit of uh kind of peeping underneath the skirt but overall there's nothing it's just two characters who decide to go to the beach and spend time with each other and it really created one of the most important and impactful scenes of the season so okay so Marin asked Gojo to go to the beach and she's very spontaneous because that's the type of person that she is and Gojo is also the type of person who just says yeah let's do it if it's with you I'm down and we really are gifted to one of the best looking episodes um, I really can't describe it of how I mean I can do my best but I'm just saying it's really hard for me to describe a scene like this if you haven't really been watching it because the the back the background of it isn't just the background it's it's the way they use the background and and how it starts developing and how it flows with their characters so in the background it's just stunning you just see the colors and they make them pop so in the background you see like a blue sky but and you kind of see the water, you see the sand, you see houses in the background, you see a little bit of the road. But it, it, it makes them pop. It, it just, it really shows them, it highlights them. And, and it, makes, it makes us kind of connect with them. And when they start talking about, you know, just 
or I guess it just makes them makes us understand and really enjoy their their time with each other. Uh, we see them at the beach, just enjoying the summer view. They're eating after finals, and they really are just enjoying each other's company. Uh, she's she's the carefree soul that she usually is, and Jojo just tells us uh, tells us about how new he is to the outside world. So he kind of he at first they're both sitting down, and she's just like, "I'm just gonna go inside the water," and he's like, "Okay," and she kind of tells him like, "Hey, like come come with me," and so. He says, well, we don't have any clothes or whatever. She's like, dude, it's cool. Like, just pull up. So they both go, and he rolls up his pants, and he he puts his feet down, and the water goes up, and he's like, oh, my God, it's cold. And if you've ever been to the beach, you know that when you have your feet down and the tide is pushing, like the water is getting pushed back by the tide, the water starts going down and you s your feet start sinking into the sand. And so he's like, what is this? Like, what's going on? And she's like, have you never been to the ocean? And he's like, no, I've, I've never been to the ocean. This is all new to me. You know, growing up, all I cared about was the Hina dolls and being with my grandpa. So there was no reason for me to do anything else. And so she's kind of thrown off. She's like, what the heck? Like, really? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, after being here, I, I can really identify and really say that this place is beautiful. And that's him referring to the beach. And if you have been catching up with the anime and know the manga, then you have to understand the importance that this phrase has on the show. I, if it was anything else... It wouldn't really matter, you know? It's beautiful. Sounds like a very simple word that anybody would say. But sometimes the person that says it can, car can carry a lot of meaning and importance to it. And if Gojo is one of those people that says it, then it draws very different meaning than if Nani would say it. Because as we know before, he said, I don't say anything is beautiful unless I absolutely mean it because that's just how I am. And so he, we've only known of three instances in which he says that, you know, when he talks about nodding, when he talks about his Hina dolls, and now when he talks about the ocean. And the one with nodding was, I mean, that one's a little tough just because when we hear it he's kind of like in a dreamlike state he's kind of like falling asleep and he says that yeah you you look beautiful but that doesn't take away from the fact that he doesn't say it for anything that isn't his his grandfather's work and that's how we understand the significance of what those two words mean or three it is beautiful <laughs> and and so she looks at him and she's just kind of like she understands this, and we as watchers also understand that he doesn't say this about anything. So we understand the significance of his meaning of beautiful. Because we know he only uses it for words. He only uses this word to describe very few things. 
And so she she extends the invitation. She says, "Well, let's go to all sorts of places during summer break. We're you know we're almost done with school. Let's hang out like all the time." And of course, he accepts, right? But she she totally means it in the most romantic way. She wants to hang out with him. She she starts to understand that she wants to have him around, and it's not because of the cosplay look he can make for him. It's because she likes him and she really really likes what the type of person that he is still you know gojo is an airhead and he doesn't think much of it but i think as this anime progresses i think he's gonna start to understand and not in ways that other main characters understand i think his character development is gonna be him learning how to carry a complex relationship and what and I guess those feelings that he feels for Hina dolls Marin will start to have how do I explain this he's gonna have those feelings for Marin because of what Marin does for him and how she acts around him and that's why I think it's gonna become one of the most impactful slice of life animes and not just that have recently been released, but that will be released in the next couple years. In terms of watching two characters grow into something more than, you know, just a friendship or just... or j There's even some slice of life animes where they don't even end up together. And it's just kind of like, then what was the point of all this? Like, why did you go in circles to get nowhere? And... And I think the reason why this one became so, or why it's being so well received is because we usually have some side character that always loses. And in this one, there isn't any. It's just, it's, it's an anime about just two characters. Yes, there's a lot of side characters. And maybe at some point they'll fall in love with him or whatever, because that's a typical slice of life. But I think... I think at this point, anybody who comes into their lives is going to understand the dynamic that they have. And they're going to know that it's not even close. That they won't be able to to compete with her for his heart. Obviously, this is going to be a lot forward. I don't even think it's there in the manga, to be honest. But we usually, in Slice of Life manga... We usually get introduced to new characters all the time who fall in love with the character, the main character for no reason. Sometimes they don't even, like, it's just like, oh, you were m the love of my life when I was 10 and I still love you. Like, I just, the f that came up to me because I read Nisekoi a, a while ago and that's just how it was. All of a sudden, everybody was falling in love with this dude and no one really understood why. And it, it felt like they were trying to have some sort of relationship build between the side characters and the main character but it just didn't lead anywhere and I remember feel feeling like that and I feel like after you know watching this type of anime then it's it's really set a new standard for for the relationships that characters in slice of life can have and how to have well-written characters
yeah we usually get one-sided love from the side characters and we never really know why they like them but in this one they both go to like one another because of what each person has to offer and and i know this kind of sounds like they're using each other or whatever but it's literally the opposite in in this anime they make each other better they complement each other and and with with each passing episode we see the relationship grow more and more complex and it's it's one of those those animes that you want to watch because you want to see how they grow together you want to see them grow not just to like each other but to grow as people as characters that is character development that that is basically real life that is you know this 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 manga and this anime doesn't feel like it's a a a slice of life that is like fake this is this feels real yeah the first scenario was kind of like how they met and everything yeah it's like sometimes it's like oh but it can happen right but it's one of those that are grounded it's it's one of those those relationships that make sense and they're not placed into some like extreme scenarios and they fall in love with each other it's not like they're like facing the end of the world and they you know they start growing to like each other because of like extraordinary circumstances no they like each other because of the people that they start to when what when they start to get when they get to know each other they start to understand the flaws in the other person they start to understand their their good traits their bad traits you know we're, n we're not perfect and and I think when an, when an anime can really nail that aspect of imperfections and not just in ourselves, but when we are trying to kind of be a perfect, perfect, perfect person for somebody else, then that's when we are, the when we are just lying to ourselves. And yes, of course, sometimes we want to be somebody we're not for somebody that we feel we're less than. But how many times does that work? It hardly ever. And and that's why when we see stories like this, where they they really don't have anything else to offer but themselves. You know, yeah, she's she's just Mayumi is just this character who does cosplaying for a living she loves doing it because it makes her feel good and we don't know if anybody else would have helped her the way that gojo helps her we don't know if anybody would have had her back maybe we would have had in some other life or in some other story would have had some dude who who was really who was rich right and just bought her all the cosplays that she wanted like any any dress that she wanted he would have bought he would have maybe had it um made for her for every uh 
every cosplaying event that they had and yeah maybe they would have been happy but they didn't go that route they chose a a route where we see them not just grow as people but grow as the people they want to be because Gojo he all he wants in life is to be able to make Hino dolls just like his grandfather that is what is driving him to be the person that he is and that we s we as of now we don't see it yet but we see that Marin is helping him get to that goal and we do see it a little bit in one of the episodes where he shows the Hina doll to his grandfather and his grandfather grandfather says you're getting better at this and he's like no way really but I haven't been really been practicing with Hina dolls and he's like you've been doing Marin's makeup right excuse me and he says well yeah I have to you know get her ready for the cosplays and everything and he's like in life it, it isn't about just being able to do one thing perfectly it's about being able to do multiple things so that one thing can be perfect because that creates a a perfection that is yours and when he hears this he's like oh wow and that's what i mean by by he isn't these characters aren't just growing because the story's progressing these characters are growing because of what actions they're they're doing and how they're so literally literally supporting each other they at this point in the anime they have become each other's kind of like rock or like literally fundamental rock of support because now who is mining going to turn to when she wants to go cosplay who is gojo going to turn to when he wants to practice his makeup on somebody that isn't a uh, a Hina doll. Yeah, he's going to have the new character and I'm I'm really sorry. I don't remember what her name is. And I didn't write it down. But but who are they going to turn to? They they literally they they're going to turn to each other. Right? And that's why, that's, maybe if this anime isn't a 10 out of 10 at the end, I think that this, at least this relationship between Marin and Gojo can be the best relationship that we have in anime. And, and I think because of everything that I stated before, that's one of the reasons why I feel that way. Because the more this, the more this relationship develops, the more complex it be it becomes, 
and the more they start to rely on one another and essentially that is how relationships are in real life if you obviously you're married or whatever you you know that i'm not married but i'm just saying when i look at my parents they they're in their 50s and they still are learning from one another they're learning shit that they didn't know about each other you know and whether or not that makes them fall out of love or makes each other fall in love even more that's that's something that is on them you know but that's just how life is there's there's always that one person and uh, it's not even to say that like it's a soulmate or anything it can be uh it could be a friend it, it could be a girl uh, like a girlfriend wife or whatever but i truly believe that there's always it's not just to say one i'll, I'll just but just for 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 reference there's always that one person that is basically your rock the reason that you're able to wake up at you know every day and and kind of face the problems of the world because this world is literal shit you know right now we're we're experiencing war between Russia and Ukraine and we see all these people protesting we see them kind of saying like we don't want war what's the point of war right so every day you just kind of have to wake up and face the problems of the world and we we have nothing else but to face them directly and with the support of those that are willing to give us our full support there's people who are willing to give you 50% of support there's people who are willing to give you 75% support there's people who are willing to give you 99 and those people are dangerous because you never know when that 1% might fall and when that one percent does actually hit it could actually be one of the worst times because maybe that's when you need them most and you know it's 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 lessons that we start to learn as we grow as adults you know i'm i can't say that i've lived every single problem of the world but the more we grow the more we start to see just how many problems just to say in one day how many problems arise right and and that's the stuff that we also learn from anime because we're not just learning from these characters because who writes these characters it's people who have lived through their own problems and write these stories to teach us a lesson you know maybe the writer of this anime and writer of this manga 
maybe he had the blessing of having somebody like Martin for himself you know the person who who he admires with everything with every cell in his body and that's why he's able to to write the story and create these characters for you know somebody like like us who maybe don't know the definition of what a real important complex impactful relationship is and you know when we when we see these characters live their lives in in the form of manga and, and anime it starts to become hey that's something that i want to work towards too and that's not being unrealistic because in in this sense it's not a stretch you know there's other there's other animes that's just like yeah like come on bro it's like um i'm trying to remember there's there's a lot of harem anime but it's very general right so just imagine a very harem like anime that's not the case there's very few people who have 15 different girls chasing after them and that's un that's very unrealistic it just doesn't happen but and in any given point point in time there might be that one money you know there might be that one my um, sakurajima from panigo uh, senpai that in that story is actually a little it's a, it's a little opposite you know she's she's dealing with her own shit and the one who's literally like being the support is is the main character but as the relationship starts to you know become more complex and they start to live in each other's lives we start to see that you know she she helps him you know she helps sakuta just as much as sakuta helps her you know i don't want to spoil the, the 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 anime and the and the anime movie but we see to to what extent there's people who to what extent people are willing to go for somebody that they really care about and and i'm talking about truly not not just because you want to get something out of it when you truly love somebody when you truly care about that person you would do anything for them right and there's people who show that that love you know sometimes even giving it a giving it all you know we always see those movies it's like oh they they kind of flash back and and then we flash forward and all of a sudden they're gone because the only way for them to live was to donate their heart and now the other person's gone and you know they have to live with that of damn he he or she gave up their heart so that i could live and i'm pretty sure that's a plot in a movie or, or something but i can't remember what it is i'll have to do my research and find it because i have heard that story or maybe it was on a podcast once on a you know on the radio or something but i do remember that story happening and i remember 
but because the reason that I remember it is because I was just literally depressed <laughs> for a for a while. But but that's why you know slice of life animes are so important and and slice of life I mean slice of life animes like this one are so important because they kind of reset our expectations. We're not all main characters in a harem. We're just people who have our problems, who have flaws, and some. And the day will come when we can nurture our flaws with the flaws of somebody else, and our flaws and our problems won't seem as bad because of the other person. That's our Marinengo Joe talk. <laughs> There's actually two more topics that I want to talk about, but they won't be as long. It might be a couple more minutes. Um, we did have Attack on Titan release on Sunday. And it's essentially what's going on right now is just kind of set up. We're basically just getting set up for what the rest of the anime is going to happen. Or what's going to occur in the rest of the anime. So, you know, Tani is with Falco. And he is trying to, he's trying to feed her, feed him to her mom or his mom. And that's when Gabby and Adamin pull up and they're like, no, don't do it. So then Adamin is like, all right, well, I'll do it for you if that's how much you care about your mom. So then he jumps in, but Tani saves him. And that's when Connie kind of realizes, like, like we have people saved, so let's fucking get to it, you know? And that's when one of the funniest recently, one of the most recently funniest scenes of Attack on Titan happen when Connie and friends find Annie stuffing her mouth with a pie, and this dude just starts giving her shit for it, bro. It's hilarious. And we also see Simp ass Adamine over here trying to protect her and it's like oh my god I mean you're cringe get the fuck out of here <laughs> and we also kind of get to see how Levi survives Levi and Hanji are kind of talking to dude why can I not remember her name right now she's like fuck the car titan what's her name Ohio Bosco that bitch with him and the commando and so they kind of talk about their differences, and this is why the next episode is going to be the most important episode. Because if in the manga, we have a whole campfire scene of how everybody has their differences, how everybody, w how everybody sees the war, and how everybody sees Eden, and how everybody sees the world, and how everybody sees what's going on. But they all have to sit down and put aside their differences if they want to succeed in what they have to do. And that's literally what everybody's doing right now. They're conflicted. They have one of their closest friends about to literally massacre the world. And their only way to stop it is to stop him. There's no other way. 
and that's when we get gifted to one of the most beautiful panels that I remember from Attack on Titan and they're all standing there with the sunlight going in through the window and Reiner's like where are we going and you know Connie's just like to save the world and that's where Attack on Titan is right now we I was trying to do the math and I was trying to remember well I would I did the math there's 12 chapters left because of what we kind of reflected on and they really only have like three episodes 9 10 11 they have four episodes to animate 12 chapters and this last chapter will or this last episode was literally one chapter so i'm trying to figure out how they're going to squeeze in 12 chapters worth of shit into four episodes it'll be fun hopefully they don't fuck it up i'm trusting them and like i stated before earlier in the podcast before we got into that muddy and, and jojo talk the batman releases this week so be prepared to have a lot of content in the coming days people are going to be able to watch it as of today which i am very jealous but it is what it is and they or the movie is already getting insane reviews insane you know when IGN gives somebody a 10, it's also it's also a hit or miss. I, I'm not watching any of these. I'm not reading all these um, like reviews, but IGN is one that I never trust. And it's not because of anything. It's because sometimes it feels off. It feels like sometimes they're like, we'll give you a good review because of hype it creates and they don't want anything. I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes they they bash on a movie more than they have to because they don't like it. It's just it just depends on who reviews it at the time, and it's I don't think it's the most biased person, but that's just me. But then again, you know I love the Batman, so if I end up liking it, it's because I love the Batman. But uh, we have to look past that. So I'm I'm trusting that source that you know they they are obviously that's their profession they are critics for a reason and we'll see we'll see I that's all I really want to say about the Batman I'm really excited to watch this movie I've been stoked about it ever since it got released and I just want to go watch it on Thursday I just want to go watch it but that'll conclude our podcast. Um, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I just really had to talk about the Marin and Jojo relationship. I think it's one of the standouts in, at least in everything that I'm watching right now. Because I'm also watching another anime, but it's just cute. It's not so much um, that their characters are complex or anything. They both like, this guy likes the same thing, or this guy likes one thing you know and the other character is growing to like it because they find it really cute but that's not i don't know but 
we will wrap it up here. Thank you so much for your time. And looking forward to seeing you next week. Because we will be talking about the Batman a lot. And there will be a YouTube video posted by probably Friday as well. And unfortunately, we'll, we won't see you until next week. So thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, noon, midnight, wherever you are. And we will catch you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.